You've listened to these sound bites, right? Mm-hmm. They're pretty simple. Food Scene Podcast, and it's a soundbite edition with your host, Chris Angelus from Portland Food Adventures. Uh, I'm Court Johnson, by the way. From everywhere, right? From your radio. Just generally speaking. Just turn on the radio, you'll hear him. Pick a a channel, there's a good chance I'm on. (laughs) Uh, I'm excited about today's soundbite subject, Chris, because this is one of my first true loves, fried chicken. What was her name? Oh, I'm sorry. Fried chicken. Oh, man. So good. It's the... um... I it, it seems like it's coming of age in Portland. As everybody's talking about it, all I, of a sudden. I would I would say that <laughs> right. And so we have Doug Adams here, who mm-hmm. kind of you made your you've made your name in many ways, but one of the chief ways is the famous fried chicken in Imperial. Yep. And I do remember Vitali saying to me at, at at one point, "It's interesting to me that you know I've been doing Paley's Place all these years, and I open Imperial, <laughs> and now I'm known for the fried chicken." At Imperial, and it, it, it was that it was worthy of that uh, it, notoriety. Yeah, it was kind of um, a funny dish. You know, I have a theory about fried chicken that it's like it's it's everyone's favorite food. They maybe just don't know it yet, <laughs> or they haven't had the right fried chicken. I mean, there's and one thing that's really cool about Portland right now is we're seeing all different Types, kinds yeah. and and the personal touches and and how different they all are. But the fried chicken in Imperial was was gangbusters, man. I mean, I it broke cooks. I had cooks. Literally come to me in tears sometimes. Why? Like, it was just we sold so much um, that you know when you're a cook and you're going to work for Vitali Paley and you're <laughs> it's it's kind of you have these lofty goal you know your expectations and then you hop on the line with me and we're just frying chicken. And, frying and that's chicken and that's the chicken. opposite side of Vitali saying that's you know <laughs> I've been doing this for years and now I, that's why people are coming. It it took over the picks and Imperial so much so that we would have a 48 ounce bone and ribeye waiting, resting on fried chicken. Cause I can only fry, you know, seven, eight orders at a time, which is, a, that's a lot of orders to put up, you know, in a, mm-hmm. in a restaurant. That's nothing to scoff at, but it was, I mean, literally cooks would just be like, I don't want to do it anymore. I just can't do it anymore. You know, I can't, I can't fry chicken anymore. And to try and get him to understand that it's like, you know, it's, it's, I get it. I'm sick of it too. <laughs> you know, at a certain point, there was there was a time in the period that I was like, I cannot sell another goddamn <laughs> ticket take with it fried up, take chicken. Take it off the menu, then. But no, from a business owner's perspective, keep is it coming. It, is it right? really profitable? Is it a profitable item? Um, it it was because you have to learn how to make it profitable if you're selling that much. You do, it. and I mean, the, the beauty of that dish at Imperial is that there's really nothing else. It's just fried chicken and pickles and hot sauce and honey. So, well, yeah, but that's a lot more than just Agreed. fried chicken itself but, and the hot sauce. I remember liking the hot sauce so much I bought droppers of it. That's or, a great, and you know that was that was um, Benny Bettinger's recipe that I just kept going. Um, I loved it so much too, and I just thought it went so well with the with the honey. And I remember how long does that last, by the way? Because I still think the I hot have, sauce. Yeah, oh, how many? How many years? My kids would want me to ask you. How many years? You're you're probably good till the end of the Trump administration. (laughs) Uh, Well, hopefully it's not going to last. Maybe tomorrow. What does that mean? Um, Well, cool. I my um, interestingly enough, my 
Some of the best fried chicken I've ever had was in um, South Carolina, in Hilton Head, at a place called Dye's Gullah Fixins. You can look that up. Only find it on Facebook. I will, I will. And she brought out, uh, it was this huge black woman who had, uh, you know, she was doing the uh, the gullah, which is mm-hmm. the gullah food, which was from her, mm-hmm. you know, the slavery ancestors. She was, and she brought it out. Everything to me because I went in at five thirty on a Wednesday and there was nobody there. And she's bringing out okra and this, and she, out, she goes, "Now don't eat that fried chicken." And I said, "What are you talking about?" She said, "You need to wait ten minutes till till that's ready." And I'm like, "It's ready. It's on my plate." So um, I was in heaven. It was so mm-hmm. unbelievably. She let you know, it let the oil uh, kind of mm-hmm. subside a little bit, and then she came to me and asked me where I was from, and I said, "Portland, Oregon." She said, "Oh." That's an amazing food city, isn't it? Awesome. awesome. And I thought, wow, I'm sitting here now. Here. <laughs> and this was 2009, mm-hmm. so I thought that was incredible. But I've learned you got to let it sit a little while. But here's my thing. We all love it leftover. That's, I love cold. I mean, I call that like but picnic. Not, I call that like picnic fried chicken. Right. But it is different. I'll tell you, the fried chicken that I've loved the best leftover, <laughs> Popeye's. Yes. And, and oh, agreed, agreed. I think they know how to make it, so it you lasts. Put it, in the fridge, <laughs> it lasts. It lasts. And same, even a little Kentucky Fried <laughs> so, Chicken, the uh, the crispy version uh-huh. of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Some of the local incredible fried chickens here, I have been, you know, just crazy about it when I've been served it. But the not, next day, not it's not as good. I could see that. You know, um, fried chicken is. It's I. I think simple food is deceivingly hard to pull off um because i mean if you're if you're doing something like fried chicken there's just in my opinion there's no room for error if you're gonna give me a plate of fried chicken and the batter falls off i'm like it's over with that you know? with so, anything fish and chips that's a, you know if, it, if you're sitting there with a handful and i batter, i was always kind of surprised that i never got knocked at imperial from any of our more cranky food critics in town that were like, it's not real fried chicken. It's bone out. I was always kind of waiting for the hit. And that never happened? It never happened. And I, and I was waiting and waiting. And I was like, one day, someone's going to be like, it's not real fried chicken. No, I, it's not bone in. You're, it's, I it, used to think that. Not necessarily about yours, but if it's not, I want my thighs. Exa- exactly. And, you know, at Imperial, there was no way. I mean, bone in fried chicken to do it well, it takes time. And I didn't have time in a period. You know, we're feeding 250, 300 people a night. And that was the beauty of that dish is that we could execute it well. And I would never try and try and do something that I knew I couldn't execute. I think that that's where people get in trouble in restaurants when you, you kind of have to be honest with yourself and say, it's, of course, I want to serve, you know, the whole bird. I can't, I can't in this, I can't in this well, environment. Adam Sappington did the same thing because I remember when Country Cat had bone-in mm-hmm. fried chicken. And it just I was takes too crazy long. Crazy about it, and then I remember the first time Adam I went. Adam mean it, fried chicken. Yeah, it's <laughs> great. It's still great, but I remember the first time I went and it wasn't. There were no bones, and I, I, I turned to a friend. Oh, this is different than what I had before, and it's still great. But my, I so I. I mean, forever, I mean, I was like, I've done the Real Man, George's, all good stuff. The Corner Store in Alberta, great. Um, really, when I had Maya's Fried Chicken, is I, I felt like, I mean, I think that that was very new for Portland. Um, it was so technique-driven. Uh, my first meal at May, I was with Nora, Antony, and Andrew Mace. And I, I mean, I, 
literally almost teared up. Cause I was like, you just don't, you don't get that. I had the same experience. A I, lot. You I don't remember when I had it. I thought that she's the next. She's the next big, big thing here. Mm-hmm. And she is. Um, I got to cook with her last night, and she of course put up just a dynamite, dynamite dish. It was so good. But that style, you just don't see a lot. And watching them work the cast irons, and I mean, it's it's really really special. It brings back a ton of memories for me uh, growing up, which it's you know I just like adore. Um, even if it was Popeyes, you know, growing up, like that was like the best thing, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's when me and my brother were like way more jazz than pizza, you know, way more jazz than burgers. It was like, it was fried chicken. I've Special. always looked for fried chicken. There used to be always. one in, when I went to college, Church's Fried Chicken, uh-huh. California, Pioneer Fried Chicken. That all comes to mind for me because there weren't, there wasn't Man, and there wasn't Irving Street Kitchen. There was, I'll, that's what it was. I'll tell you, the boys at Han Oak are throwing down. Yeah, well that I know. Some of the best fried chicken that, I, you know, I was, I had it the other day and I, I put something on my social media. I'm like, oh my God, the best fried chicken I've ever had. And Michael Russell texted me and he was like, you always say that. <laughs> And I'm like, well, that's the that's the nature of the beast with fried chicken. When you have it, and it's good. You're like, this is the best thing I've ever eaten right. in my entire life. Like, I can't believe that I waste time eating other things than than this just all day every day. Uh, I know me and you share a, a love of a place in Austin, Texas, as well. Yeah, well, you turned me on to it. My, I'm about to do my second trip to Austin. Yes, but I put out a hey, where should I go in Austin? And you said Lucy's Fried Chicken. And uh, I went to the one on the on the lake, Lucy's on the lake, which Ugh. was an experience just getting out there. It was so beautiful driving through the, a little different than driving through the 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 firs of Oregon, getting out there, <laughs> and uh, it was really good. I had a great experience, and I'm also one that believes, and I've talked about this. If if you put me in a dark room and just eating food, it's not the same as no. the environment Agreed. where you are. So when you're eating Maya's fried chicken, you're in this great room with with it's great so people. It's so special, and, and that that helps it along. But the fried chicken itself. So I'm disappointed that you're not going to Hot Luck. This will stream after that. But oh, cool. I really wanted to go out to Lucy's on the Lake with you, and I, and <laughs> I would have. And I rented that a really much. cool car to do that. Is that will that entice awesome. you down at all? Awesome. Yeah, anyway, so let's talk about some Portland fried chicken that you, I think that some of the people are going to know, but okay. I think they like to hear from you what some of the best pr- fried chicken is and why. It's not, I'm really good at saying, hey, I love this, it's awesome, it's great, you should try it, but let's hear exactly why, what makes it What makes it a little different. <clears throat> Top of my list right now is definitely Han Oak, um, and they just do wings, and I'm a little biased too because- They're big wings. They are Bing Wings, and, you know, the one of the chefs over there, Andrew Mace, me and him have been buddies forever, and we used to live in this little shitty apartment on Mississippi that we got evicted from, but we would walk down to that Alberta corner store, and we'd get, when you could get at about 11, 11, 10, 11, 15 in the morning, they put up a fresh batch, and we would make sticky rice <laughs> with the pennies that we scraped together and eat chicken wings, and, I mean, it was just, like, perfect, and... What they've done, and I was actually with them when they were making it the other day, and the process is incredible. I mean, I won't go into too detail, but it was like, it was incredibly technical. I mean, the steps were just amazing. And the, and what what is this place again? I have not been there. Alberta Street? Albert, yeah, the, there's a little corner store in Alberta. It's um, not far from the Tin Shed, if I... No, it is not. It's right, right down okay. the street. Um okay. Which is great, and and the wings are just... I've never heard of that. The wings are great. Thanks. Now we can end the podcast. That's one good one. <laughs> and then right across, right across interstate is, of, of course, George's, which personally, I know that it will 
upset a lot of people in town. I'll take George's over Reelam in, personally. Okay. Um, Have you ever tried? I, I never ask open-ended questions where I don't know the answer, but I'll ask. Fryer Tuck? Fryer Tuck? I have not. I have okay, because I, I once did one of my first blogs was Fryer Tuck versus Reel Em In. Oh, I'll have and, to go uh, check you it gotta out. You've got to try Fryer Tuck, it, but it's way out in my neck of the woods. I'll bring you some. Yeah, dude, I would uh, love to. Um, um, I love I love George. George's is, I mean, it's it's a little, just, it's a little, I mean, it's pretty similar to Reel Em In. You know, it's like super divey. Uh, you can see the old lady bartender kick people out for using obscenities, which is in itself kind of awesome to, to see, know, to see I happen. I some that want you in for doing that. <laughs> Um, but, and then, I mean, you know, so that's the Han Oak. I feel like Reelman and George's are kind of the old school, you know, JoJo's big, good you like the solid. JoJo's? I don't like the JoJo's. I do love it. Did you ever have my JoJo's at Imperial? No. They're good. We confit them in the, uh, the drippings from the short rib that we'd smoke. Mm. They were okay. intense. Um. Are they still serving those over there? I hope not. Okay. <laughs> well, I'd like to have a JoJo that I really appreciate because to me it's just a lot of I'll, filling, and I'm like, just course. give me the chicken. Same thing at Real Men. Just I don't need these giant. You know, um, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use my death factor on something else. <laughs> um, let's see. Other, I mean, Maya, of course, is she's just such a force to be reckoned with, and her chicken is, it's the star of the show. Um, she's gonna just, get to. She, she may get to the day where she, just like you got with fried chicken. I don't want it to be the star of my show anymore. Do you think she might get there? You know, I don't. Time? I don't know. Me and you know the what I love about Portland and getting to know all these chefs. Like we all just have such different paths. You know, I mean, literally last night I'm like, God, you're insane. I can't believe I don't have a restaurant right now. And I'm like, I, I don't know how you do this. It's so hard. You know, like <laughs> driving around with how hard everybody works and um, procuring. And you know, she'll look at me and be like, I can't believe you want to work in a three minute period a day. I mean, that's insane. And you kind of you laugh, and it's like, man, I would I would take that any day than like you know trying to piece. Pop ups are hard, and every time I do events and I see her, I'm just like, I just give you more and more respect. Like it's it's tough. Not, I mean, right now it's like not having any accounts, and you know, you go to pick up something in Nikki, and they're like. Yeah, we need a check. I'm like, right. okay, you take a debit card. I'm like, no, no, not of course not. So I think that that hers really is kind of mind blowing for Portland. It's a, it was a, it's a whole new, a whole next level, you know, like and that, why? that experience. Why? Um, she, it's that real that like we're talking about those southern restaurants. When you come in, it's like she really encapsulate. You know, she gets that, and she executes it very, very well. What's in the execution? Uh, I think it's everything with May. You know, like the chicken is is obviously the centerpiece, but it's all those little details of service that that she pulls off and and everything that comes with it. You know, it's like barbecue. the The meat will take you to a certain level, but then at some point, the sides have to be killer. You know, the sauce has to be good, the pickles has to be perfect, and and she really gets all that stuff that that just makes the fried chicken even better. Right? It's it's everything about that experience. It's kind of centered around the fried chicken, but it all kind of builds. In, in in a really, really nice way. So then my question is, if you were following Maya on social media and you pick up the, I think it's Wednesday, the Wednesday bucket and take it home without all those accoutrements. And, and t- hey, 20 bucks what? is a great deal for that. Or yeah, is it 20 or 25? 25 for 10, 10 pieces. That's a steal. But, but if you're not having that, so what makes her chicken different? And so great uh, in terms it's, of ingredients and think, in terms of preparation. Um, you know, I think it's so for the the process is is normally it's a brine, 
it's a batter and it's a fry. And I think that she gets those all very, very well. The chicken is is very seasoned from the brine, but not over the top. Um, Han Oak chicken is over the top, like seasoned, you know, mm-hmm. hits you in the face with flavor. And and that's great because you're eating all this other stuff at Han Oak. Hers is a little bit more subtle. And, I mean, her, her breading is just beautiful, right? It's And it's very different than... Say the breading at my that at Imperial mm-hmm. that was like real flaky and kind of crunchy. Right. Hers is almost like a, a biscuit, and I mean she'd not. I I know nothing of how she does it, and I'm sure that it will stay that way for <laughs> forever, especially me. But you know, it's I, I love when you bite that drumstick and you can just see your teeth through that breading. I mean, it, it everything stays on. That's impressive to me, mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a lot harder said than done. Yeah, no, and uh, and it. It's worth trying, and she's doing. You can't. It's hard to get in. Um, Although you can, she does her Monday night things, and uh-huh. those you can get into those. Absolutely. And she's doing reservations a little differently now, so it'll be easier. I think, I'm to get I'm kind of waiting for someone to do the Nashville hot chicken in Portland. Why don't it's, you do it? It's it's got to be right around the corner. Um, I really fell in love with. I've been spending some time in Nashville, and it. I mean, I, I ate at Prince's, and it kicked my ass. Worse than anything I've ever eaten in my entire life. I mean, you hear people say it, and then you go and you get it. And I was like, I was incapacitated for See, around eighteen looking, around not, eighteen hours. I'm not looking for that. In but a food I went, experience. I went, I went like the hot, hot, and, you, and they're looking at me like I was crazy. Right, and Court isn't the two of us. We're not looking for the hot. No, I, I, I can't do it. There's a sign on the wall at Prince's that says, "Next time, freeze your toilet paper." Oh, <laughs> oh nice. On, on the wall, and you're like laughing, and then you're like, "Oh, oh it's totally for real." <laughs> Wow, I've never, I've never seen that, and I've never, I don't think I really want frozen toilet paper. It's not, <laughs> although we could get a sponsor, the frozen toilet paper sponsor of Nashville Chicken. So, any others um, that we may not? I you love know, the fact that you brought up a couple. I heard uh, Tabor Grill or is, is Tabor it, Tavern. Tabor Tavern. I haven't had theirs. I've never even been there. Um, but I've I love heard it's great. I love Adam stuff, and I love Adam and. His team and what they Adam do. Adam Sappington, Adam Sappington, just so people know. And his and his beautiful wife and what they do. And I love. And it's fun sitting at the chef's counter watching that fried chicken in the cast iron skillet. And I appreciate so much what they do at the Portland airport. Right. That's again, it's not an easy feat. And there's I an love, idea to go. Or some to go. Right. I love being on that side and stopping there and like actually getting good food because you know whenever you're in the airport you just assume you're getting ripped off and it's gonna suck <laughs> right. and, it, and it's totally different at the country guide right uh also the nashville hot cauliflower dish at Superbite. even though it's not i mean it's it's very 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 good i i highly suggest that okay i don't think i had that one i had some cauliflower there recently that was really good but okay so fried chicken we got any others or are you uh... Oh, I'm trying to think. Okay. I thought you maybe you had, a, like, we covered all the ones that you <laughs> I think so, yeah. want to cover. Corey, you have any that you specifically remember in Portland? Well, no, they're just the, the, the hot yai ones, the one that, oh, that yeah. we had. I mean. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, those, too. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, you, we've gone out. through uh, Irving Street Kitchens. That That's good. The, the hot yai. Hot, hot yai is amazing. Yeah. There's one out there that nobody knows about. I, I want to uncover that, that nobody's been talking about. Keep digging. Yeah. Keep digging. <laughs> but you gave a couple. So I appreciate, awesome, I appreciate, awesome. I appreciate and I totally appreciate your coming in. It's always a pleasure. This is going to stream way after the fact, but I mean, Wednesday, we're having- Talk about fried I'm chicken. Ha- I'm having court. I get to have Doug's fried chicken mm-hmm. and Han Oak fried chicken in one right, night. Right next to, to each other. Right wow, next to heaven. each other. I'm mm-hmm. about to pick up 50 pounds of 
bone-in short ribs from Nikki Farms that are going in the smoker. It's there, gonna be good. Oh, man. That sounds it's, fantastic. It's going to be a feast. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I knew it would. And thanks for doing that, too. My pleasure. Always. And, and we're looking forward to it. I'm going to hold you to it. I wanted to say it before we're done with this. The opening night of Bullard. Portland <laughs> Food Adventures <laughs> event. <laughs> Cheers. He's laughing. He didn't say, he didn't say, okay. by the way, it's on the record on this podcast. He said he would do it. But, but anyway, I'm not, I won't hold you to it, but I'll try. Okay. Right at the Fork is brought to you by Standard TV and Appliance. Standard TV and Appliance offers the largest selection, fast delivery, professional installation, and live kitchens where you can try before you buy. Oregon-based and family-owned, setting the standard since 1947. Standard TV and Appliance is your place for quality Gen Air appliances and more. Leanne Bach of Living Room Realty. Leanne Bach's years of experience can help you buy or sell in any cycle, including Portland's hot market right now. Work with someone who's in step with the Portland food world, just as you are, and gives back to her community. Just head to leannebach.com. That's L-E-A-N-N-E-B-A-C-H.com. Zupans, unsurpassed quality. From the best meats and wines to local baked goods, fresh flowers, and an extensive craft beer selection. Step into Zupans and be inspired for your next meal. Food-loving customers as well as local chefs know that Zupans is the place to find the very best Northwest Bounty in Portland. West Burnside, Southwest McAdam, and Lake Oswego. Local and family-owned for over 40 years. Zupans Markets. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Intro music by Ariel Varinas. Find links to her music in the show notes section. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at foodpodcastpdx or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. Oh,